it hangs and lingers in your mouth in the most perfect way. Like, there's no bitterness with it. Oh, gosh. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this. My goodness. Nothing wrong with this. Could you imagine having a bottle of this? This would be my go-to if I had, if I could. Like, this is so good. Welcome to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, but you might not be drinking what we're drinking today yet, Uh, but that's why we like you, because you probably are drinking with us. So today we are drinking, I am so excited, and I know Robbie's very excited, we are drinking something that probably, I would guess, less than 100 people in the world have tried thus far. I'm taking a stab there. Uh, but I imagine we are one of the first in the whole world to be able to try this bottle. We are drinking of the 2020 Antique Collection from Buffalo Trace. Uh, specifically, we are drinking Sazerac 18-year, and it's 90 proof, Kentucky straight rye. Uh, legends are made of this kind of uh, rye whiskey today. But before we get into anything too deep into the history or anything like that, uh, let's talk about some business. Uh, A great way to hit us up is just follow us on Instagram. If you are a listener and you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, please do. Uh, And if you don't have an Instagram account, maybe create one just so you could follow us. (laughs) Uh, I'm joking, of course. But uh, but yeah, that's that's like a great way. Yeah, Yeah, but a little bit joke. Hey, Miles Ferguson did it. He, uh, I imagine he started a Instagram just to follow us. Um, (laughs) But... Yeah, just hit us up on Instagram. There's a lot of great ways. You can even talk to us. We are, uh, you know, enjoying the growth of our podcast, but we still enjoy talking to everyone who hits us up. So uh, don't be afraid that we won't reach back out to you. Uh, Yeah, at this point in the game, we are all ears to hear uh, from our listeners. So that's all I'm going to talk about for uh, how to support us, at least for this week. Uh, I want to hear, Robbie, how's your week been? How are you doing? Man, I'm I'm slightly better than the last two weeks, so I'm less of a downer. Yeah, that's good. That, that's yeah, good news. It is, yeah. So I actually had one day this week which I was like, how was your day? I was like, I got kind of bored. So that's a good thing is it wasn't too much nice. rain around. Yeah. So no, things are kind of becoming more of a, a pattern. Parents are calming down. Kids are figuring things out. Um, that's good. Yeah. So it's, it's been a better week as far as work goes. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Uh, my in-laws are... Uh, going back to Seattle this week. So we, uh, we kind of hung out at their house a little bit this week, which was nice and went swimming nice. uh, and uh, just hung out with the cousins kind of a thing. And then super nice. excited because this weekend uh, we're going up to my wife's family cabin up in uh, McCall, Idaho, actually in New Meadows. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. It's been cool because the twins are like, we're going to the cabin. And like have to keep like, nope, like four more nine nights and we get to go to the cabin. So like Aww. they're super excited. I'm excited because it's just, it's nice to get up there and slow down and, you know, get the get the fire in the cabin going. Do roast marshmallows outside. Get another, like just, I love fires and fall and like it'll be like flannels and boots and jeans, man. Like I'm nice. just just chilling with the kiddos. We'll get some hikes in, which everyone knows hiking's the best, right, Cole? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Trying to trying yeah. to get my mind into that. Yeah. That yeah was a little closer than last week, so that's good. So yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Super excited. Um. Ooh, and I just realized I might have a, a what whiskey would you choose just popped into my head because I was gonna Ooh, I was gonna ask in, I was gonna ask you something right now and then I was like mm, 
that that could be a what whiskey would you choose? Yeah, uh, save it. Okay, I'll save it. All right, but yeah, no, like things are good. Um, it was fun tonight. Like uh, Chelsea was kind of getting stuff packed for the twins to go to the cabin. So like the girls were like let's go for a bike ride. So I got to take them for a bike ride, and then like let's take a walk. And then nice. like they pretty much ran the whole block and stuff. And Moose was like about to die because <laughs> Moose does not run. So. Ah, this is so big. Dude, he is a big boy. He's a big boy. And, uh, oh, and so like, I posted a picture with Moose on the Instagram the other day, and uh, mm-hmm. which reminds me, my wife, Chelsea, is like, uh, you really need to work on your uh, picture posting. And she's like, I can totally tell when Cole <laughs> posts a picture versus when you post a picture. Uh, that's funny. And I was like, oh, yeah, really, Chelsea? Okay, I tell you what. I will take my time to get the perfect shot, and you will watch all uh-huh. the children. And she's like, "Yeah, th- oh, yeah never mind." So I was like, <laughs> that's great. I was like, typically, I just throw this stuff on the ground and I'd like try to get a picture as fast as I can. So anyway, but uh-huh. yeah, no, it's it's markedly noticeable who takes the pictures and uh, posts it. So anyway, I don't know. I'm well, rambling. Once I now. have kids one day, yeah, I'm rambling. Well, I feel like we're having a kid right now between you and I, like doing the antique collection the next, what, five weeks? There's five of them? Six? Five. Yes. It, like, uh, I, yep, five weeks. I feel like that's the, the podcast baby. Like this is like a big deal. I'm so excited. Like For sure. I can't believe we're doing like, so I haven't put in for my our, my state lottery yet. I haven't, I haven't done any of those. But uh-huh. by the end of this, I'm going to, I'm going to put in for like which one I really like. I'm going to do all my family and stuff for that one. Cause I'm like, this is a cool yeah. opportunity to like at least figure out, you know, which one is going to like really hit the, hit the right spot. So anyway, you've for got, sure. you've got a podcast, baby, man. We're, we're and it's getting birthed tonight. So birth tonight. <laughs> yeah, I love so it. When we drink it, be like, oh, on the palate, the afterbirth is literally, no, yeah, figure, after, figuratively, literally that. our afterbirth. So anyway, how you doing, yes. man? I'm good. I, uh, it's been a cool week. Uh, I told you, uh, I think last week, um, that they, the Greyhound people called. So for the, for those who are, might be listening for the first time last week, uh, we or two weeks ago, I applied to uh, adopt a greyhound dog, not a bus, and um, <laughs> and so I think the last episode they called me and were like, "Hey, what are some of your preferences?" And so since then, they uh, called me and said, "Hey, we got this boy, uh, greyhound boy, and he is uh, pretty much available, and maybe we can do like a home visit." And so. We did a home yeah. visit today nice. with a greyhound named Cord. Uh, Cord, short for Corduroy. Oh, that's cute. Uh, C O R D. Yeah, nice. but um, it's kind of like a. It's not really like a. It was a track name, so it didn't really mean much to the dog. And and apparently, you can kind of rename dogs decently easy, oh, especially in transitions like this. Corduroy's cool though, man. Like Roy. Hey, Roy. Old Roy. Roy. Old Roy. Oh no old Roy but he's like three he's pretty young I don't know we're thinking about it and so we, we actually really liked him and Heather is considering uh actually we're not even considering we're, we're gonna probably push forward with it nice. um just to and they're like you could even like have them for a few days and if they're huge red flags like maybe we could find you another dog but uh, I assume if we you know test out this dog we're gonna love them um and he was super cute so I I just have a a soft spot in my heart for uh, greyhound dogs because I grew up with one, as I've mentioned many a time. But um, so that was really exciting. And then we're back in Virginia. I mean, we're not back in. We're we're out of Virginia. <laughs> we're back in Arizona, and 
it's been hot but like getting nicer like in the evenings it gets to like 95 Ooh. which is like really nice yeah <laughs> so um yeah phoenix is so hot but it, it is honestly getting bearable to go on walks now like heather and i went on like probably like three quarter of a mile walk uh, a little bit right before we recorded and so yeah it's been nicer work's been good uh i am in a week gonna be in wyoming um yeah. so not too far from you and that should be fun. As I mentioned, I'm going to be doing some hiking out in there and in Utah and stuff. And I'm literally taking eight days off of work in a row, which is crazy. Uh, and we, I, I think I told you, yeah, we canceled our trip to uh, California, which was a bummer. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mentioned that to we Fresno. canceled. We actually canceled a lot. Yeah, 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 to Fresno. And, the uh, honeymoon so that was capital sad, we, of the West Coast. Yeah. We uh we got most of our money back, all but like uh, I want to say like fifty bucks. Nice. Um, so that was a huge blessing when you cancel a trip like literally two days before or whatever, or like I think one day before. Uh, but yeah, we uh we're having fun. I'm like super stoked about getting the antique collection. Big thank you to Buffalo Trace. Yes. Uh, if they're listening, we are so grateful. But uh, as I mentioned, probably on Instagram, is that we'll, we're going to be doing an objective uh, tasting here. We're not going to praise it if we don't like it, but it's the antique collection. So usually it's pretty good. Uh, my only, my only like maybe even consideration of a not good whiskey or not a fantastic whiskey might be uh, handy this year. Last year's was like all right at best. Or was it two years ago? Yeah, but either way. Uh, no, it was the 2018 release, I believe. Um, it was like, okay, it was good, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this. And to start with Saz 18 is like pretty cool to me because uh, there's there's actually some cool, like maybe not history, but like facts about this release. Uh, and there are, um, yeah, it's, it's a very rare release. In fact, like two years ago and probably even last year, it was probably the least bottles allocated uh of the uh whole collection uh because you know an 18 year it's it's also the oldest um antique collection bottle but i won't go too far into the history before you know we take a break but um yeah anything else going on anything else you wanted to talk about before we get into the history no man oh oh what no maybe i'll save it for uh, did i tell you how i like saved someone's life uh a few (laughs) months ago or a month or two ago (laughs) no no, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe I'll, how far? What are we doing on time? Oh man, uh... we're doing no. We're doing great on time. Okay, I'm going to tell this story. So uh, I went to Colorado. Uh, let's see, three or four weeks ago. Uh, wait, wait, see my parents. Say Colorado again. Colorado. Oh yeah, you're from the East Coast. No, I said Colorado. You said Colorado. Rado. 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 Colorado. No, it's not Rado. It's, it's Nevada, but it's not Colorado. Colorado? Rado. How do you spell Colorado? I lived in Colorado. I know you did. Is that how the locals say it? Am I off? Colorado Springs. What, say it again? Colorado Springs. Colorado. Yeah, Rado. Not Rado. Say Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Uh, no, not Rado Springs. It's Colorado. Anyway, okay, moving on. You're back in Colorado anyway, Springs. People need their life saved. I was back in Colorado Springs. 
Yep, got to see my parents. And so get this, my, me and my two friends, uh, Trevor and Ryan, actually Trevor was able to um, give us a sample of the uh, Michter's uh, Toasted Barrel from 2014, which is mm-hmm. so good. Um, we like hung out and drank half the bottle uh, with, <laughs> with me, Trevor, and Ryan. But anyway, nice. uh, me, Trevor, and Ryan have a tradition. Every time I'm in town, we do a what we call a bros giving which incorporates Jackie Chan to an extent, and I might not get fully into that story. But anyway, we typically go to Buffalo Wild Wings, bring a photo or a huge portrait poster of Jackie Chan, uh, and then we eat together, uh, and then we usually get cigars, and then we go back to one one of our houses, and we smoke the cigar and talk about our lives and give updates and stuff like that. It's awesome. We call it bros giving, no matter what time of year it is. And... So the last time, not not this most recent time, but the last time we went, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, had a great time. We looked up our favorite uh, cigar place and it was closed because it was like a Saturday evening and they apparently close at like six on Saturdays, which is lame for a cigar shop, but it's okay. So we were like, well, what other cigar shops are there in town? So we found one. Uh, it was called Gordon's Cigars. And we show up to this place and we're like oh look cigar spot it's open but where's like where's someone who works here so we start looking around and we we no one was there and there was like a loungy area in the back so we like kind of peek through and there's there's a guy and he's he's like i think he was in a wheelchair he was kind of um incapacitated at least and and it just looked like he was sleeping um and and he was breathing uh but it just looked like he was out like just like just yeah. he was a big guy too so it was like kind of just chilling in his chair uh maybe and the tv was on he was facing the tv but he was out um and so we're like hey man we're trying to buy some cigars you there like wake up and we're like do we touch him you know like it, it, <laughs> do we like touch do you him? touch that kind of guy you know and he's breathing so we're like he's probably okay but we're a little worried to an extent but we're also like we want to buy these cigars and leave um and we're like should we call the cops or something like this guy is not waking up and we I do get, nudge I him stop actually cool. i, I kind of yeah. like the fact that you're having bros giving talking about touching guys do we touch yeah, him yeah we're like should we touch this man it is bros no, giving but it is. <laughs> <laughs> time to give no um but uh he uh so yeah, we're like worried. And so what we do, we noticed there was a security camera. And so we're like, well, let's just put the money on the table and walk out and give them extra for tax and just just leave the rest. Uh, and so that's what we do. We like look at the security camera, hold our 20s in the air, put them on the table or like hide them under something. So it wasn't like directly on like the actual like table. Um, but we're like, we're putting them under this thing, like in front of the camera. So we're like, and we're going to take these cigars and we walk out and we're still like weirded out by the whole experience. And it was such a buzzkill, to be honest. It was like super like weird. Um, and then on our way out, we saw a cop and he had, um, just pulled someone over and we're like, okay, if there's a cop here, I'm just going to let him know that, that I'm a little concerned that mm-hmm. this guy didn't wake up. Um, and so we talk to the cop, literally get into our cars and leave. Um, and then, and, and I looked in the, I remember looking in the news the next day, just in case this guy like died or something, nothing in the news, nothing, anything like that. So I'm like, I hope he's okay. I think I checked on like the, the place a little later and I think everything was like still 
open and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, probably everything was great. So anyway, we come back to Colorado this time and we find that Gordon's is closed for good, like permanently closed. And, and then we uh, go to this new place and I forget what it was called. It was like uh, something like something super like, like, I don't know, like something hippie sounding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but the guy was super nice, and and we show up, and he's like super super um, energetic, and he's like, "Hey, it's just your first time coming here." We're like, "Yeah," and he's like, "What do you typically like?" And I'm like, "I don't smoke too often, but you know, I like this kind of thing." He's like, "Oh, you guys are gonna want this and this and this." Super accommodating and very uh, like willing to help. And awake. So he's I was awake. Like, Man, this so that's is always nice. Yeah, exactly. And I tell him, as well as Ryan and Trevor, I'm like, man, this is such a better experience than the last time we went cigar shopping. And and I was like, that was such a buzzkill. And he's like, what happened? And we're like, oh, you know, like Gordon's uh, cigars? And we like tell him the whole story. And he goes, he like, he's stunned by our talk, like telling of the story. And he goes, we've been looking for a year and a half for the people that saved his life. Oh, wow. And that night telling the cops actually saved his life because his uh, respirator, he was like on oxygen or something like that, apparently wasn't working properly. And he actually was in the, after that fact, he was in the hospital for months after that because he was recovering. But if someone hadn't told the cops or like alerted some medical people, he would have died. And, uh, and we were, no one else was going into that shop that night. And um, so we were like, look at each other. We're like, we're heroes <laughs> anyway long story but i thought that was pretty funny and i'm surprised i haven't told you yet because like yeah. we were just stunned we were like oh my goodness like we have saved life and didn't even know it and anyway he like tells us he's like yeah you guys come here we'll give you discounts every time because i got like the guy was like eventually sadly gordon uh, who was like a uh, uh, police like commissioner or something like that like uh-huh. he was like a big deal and like served in like Vietnam or something like that, like kind of a, a cool guy, at least like whole life wise. And, uh, yeah. So we were like, we're heroes Nice. and didn't even know it. Yeah. So anyway, that's the story. Uh, let's get into Sazerac. I don't, yeah, that was a long story. Let's see. Yeah, that was a long and story. The moral is, uh, but let's get in the moral is tell giving, a cop when you're worried. No, on yeah. bros giving always touch the guy. Always touch the guy. Yeah. Uh, so let's send it a break and we'll come back. We'll talk about the history of Sazerac 18. So here we go. All right, we're back. Um, and you're listening to Chill Filtered. Uh, so so we said we're drinking Sazerac 18, specifically the 2020 release. Uh, this is not exactly our first Sazerac label whiskey on the podcast, uh, but it's definitely the first Sazerac 18 label on the podcast. Uh, episode 17, we did 2016 Thomas H. Handy Sazerac. Uh, and episode 50, we did Thomas H. Handy Sazerac from 2018. Uh, which not many pe- people consider to be a, quote, Sazerac, uh, but it's technically called that. It's technically called Thomas H. Handy Sazerac. Uh, but I I could have sworn, Robbie, mm-hmm. that we did Baby Saz on the podcast. We never did really? Baby Saz. 
Never. Because that was not like even that Adam's, was Adam's days. go-to for like at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So I I like looked through every episode and I was like, certainly we must have spelled it wrong or something like that, <laughs> where I was searching and it wouldn't show up. But we've never done baby sass. So I have a bottle of that. We'll have to I'll have to send you some. Oh, um, I, it's I, such I, a classy rye. Yeah, it's a pretty bottle too. So it's a fancy. Yeah, it's, it's got a nice fancy, long neck. Fancy yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we did do a cocktail episode and that was episode 78 with John Montero. And that was based on the Sazerac cocktail. So we've talked about Sazerac and even the Sazerac coffee house and stuff like that, but we've never done uh, Sazerac 18 or uh, Sazerac rye, also known as baby Saz, also known as Sazerac six. Um, but we're going to have to do that. So, um, okay. So here is, uh, Sazerac 18 as a part of the antique collection. So Sazerac 18 was actually an OG of the Buffalo Trace antique collection. In the year 2000, Y2K, uh, (laughs) Buffalo Trace released three bottles in the antique collection at the time. Uh, Now it's five, but at that point it was Sazerac 18, Eagle Rare 17, and get this, W.L. Weller 19 year. That's right. Before William <laughs> so LaRue Weller. To react? Say it again. No, 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 no. Say it again. Say it again. Uh, say it again. Say it again. And there was a W.L. Weller 19 <gasps> year. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hubba a what? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's right. Before William LaRue Weller, there was a Weller 19 year. <laughs> and I saw what? an unopened. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't <laughs> Every time you hear the word Weller 19, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you gotta stop saying it. I now. saw a, oh, it's funny. I saw an unopened bottle of it on, um, and that was like, there were only like two, I think, releases of uh, that that bottle <laughs> uh, on, uh, on like total. And I think, yeah, I saw one online for a secondary market value of $4,600. Man. Which I'm actually surprised is not. It should be more than yeah. that for a 20 or so old bottle of a Weller 19. That's almost cheap, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Saz 18 has been in every fall release of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. The only other brand that can boast that is Eagle Rare 17. Nice. Uh, it was named after the famous bar in New Orleans uh, that claimed they were the first. Uh, via a man named Thomas H. Handy to start using rye whiskey in a Sazerac cocktail, which originally they used cognac. Uh, the really cool story of the wine blight that led to that in uh, the switch of rye from uh, cognac, we talked about in episode 78. I think it was super cool. Check it out. Uh, if you haven't listened to episode 78 yet, really cool stuff on how America saved French wine and cognac. Um, anyway, uh, do not use this whiskey in a Sazerac cocktail. That means you, Miles Ferguson. Um, also, <laughs> you can listen on, listen to the episodes of Thomas H. Handy for a little more information on the Sazerac coffeehouse history or, you know, the Sazerac cocktail one. Um, so what makes Sazerac 18 special in the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection? I had always heard rumors about Sazerac 18 as opposed to the other releases from Buffalo Trace, I heard that Sazerac 18 wasn't always unique. Gasp. 
I wrote down gasp on my paper. <laughs> or should have gone, <gasps> yeah. Wasn't always unique. Um, let's just say that in 2016, 2017, and 2018, the releases were the exact same juice. Grab from, wait for it, a steel tank. Huh. Uh, sure, each year was older when bottled, uh, but when you age in a steel tank of whiskey, or you age your tis- yeah. <laughs> you st- basically, when you steel tank your whiskey, aging stops. Um, you you can't increase the age statement or even the maturation in general in a tank, in like a steel tank. You only age in wood. Uh, but also, from 2005 to 2015, that all was the same batch as well, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, like 11 releases, all the same. So here's the story. In 2005, they had been aging uh, the same juice from a long time ago. Uh, and the release was a huge, uh, like, big deal. And it got, it got, like, stellar reviews for the 18-year rye. Uh, I mean, like, Whiskey Advocate magazine gave it the American Whiskey of the Year in 2005. So they still had a lot that was still aging from the same distillate. Uh, Buffalo Trace was faced with the choice to potentially keep aging it and still call it an 18-year, because you can call 20-year an 18-year as long as it's not less than the age statement. Um, But yeah, they were faced with potentially keeping it aging or to pull it out and tank it because they knew it was good and thus halting the aging when they tanked it. Uh, And so they did that from 2005 to 2015. They had the exact same juice. Which is crazy. Yeah, that is. Um, nuts. Same same batching happens basically from 2016 to 2018. But the good news is this year and last year's SAS 18 are unique and not batched. Uh, we're tasting something that yeah, very few people have even tasted in the world at this point. Uh, thank you, Buffalo Trace. Uh, so yeah, we're yeah. Last year, Jim Murray gave this uh, the best rye above 11 years old. And uh, people trust him, except for lately. People have a lot to say about him. I've, saw, I've seen some uh, of that, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, it just... Weird. Well, I mean, are you talking about, like, his tasting or just the way he uh, has some misogyny built into his uh, his reviews? Is that on Whiskey World News? No, no, no. I wasn't going to do Okay, something. yeah, yeah. No, he's... I mean... People use the word sexist or vulgar. I certainly agree with some of the words used. Sometimes he is pretty vulgar, for example. Um, I think he's probably going too far with some of it. Uh, but yeah. I, like, it's like, don't read it if you're not into that. I don't know. Um, yeah, but at the same time. But point, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, but it could make know. people very uncomfortable, I'm sure. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. So. I've, I think never, the, I've never, I've never purchased the, one, so I'm like, eh, I may not just, I, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I think the moral of the story, to be honest, is just be careful what you say. Could someone really be offended by this, or or a good well, group of people be offended by me saying this? Maybe rate. just use another word. <laughs> you know, if you would, what's that? If you wouldn't say it to your grandma, maybe don't yeah. publish it. I said that today, actually, um, not concerning Jim Murray, but I was like, hey, maybe this is an opportunity to not talk. If you wouldn't say it to your grandma, don't say it to anyone. Yeah. So, Jim Murray, come on. 
And, don't say it. If and your right now, there's some like dude it. at home like my grandma has swears like a sailor, and yeah, yeah. and that's cool if you're into that. So. <laughs> and you can write it though. Um, you can say anything. You can yeah, write it. yeah. No, you anyway, can do yeah, whatever no, you I, want if your grandma's. I just thought it was like interesting because I, I haven't, you know, seen much about Jimmy, and all of a sudden, like, kind of uh, after the the whiskey of the year came out last week, it just kind of blew yeah. up with these stories all over the place. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows if he'll recover? People are so. Here's the thing, is that he gets sent some of the best stuff before it even comes out. Mm-hmm. Will that continue this year? Because that's how he keeps up his whiskey bible. Is that he gets all these free bottles? So if people like Jim Beam, who are a little bit offended by what he said, was Jim probably Beam? not going to send him the stuff this year. I think Jim Beam was one of them. Oh at least. wow! Okay, big one. Yeah, gotcha. So. Well, uh, I will but say this. I don't know what Buffalo Trace thinks. Uh-huh. Uh, I doubt either of you, either you or I, is ever going to talk about a whiskey uh, like we're making love to it. So you're good yeah, with that exactly. from here. So yeah, I don't think I've used the word sexy to describe a whiskey <laughs> yet. So, but I'll be careful if I do. Um. So so anyway, we're drinking Sazerac <laughs> wow, 18, man. the 2020 release. Um. The so Sazerac 18 has been always 90 proof, and these days it's the lowest proof out of all the Buffalo Trace Antique collection since now Eagle Rare 17 is 101 proof. Uh, this is technically the 21st release of Sazerac 18 year because the first release was in 2000. Uh, and if you do the math, you always got to add one year. Um, so this is likely to be the standard rye mash bill from Buffalo Trace. Uh, and some actually believe that that rye mash bill is no more than 51% rye, which is the minimum. They, th- they say it's actually it's probably 51% rye, which you can't go any lower to be called a rye whiskey, which means it's a little corn heavy. Uh, but they do have... That was um, my nickname in college. But it's undisclosed altogether. What's that? That was my nickname in college. Corn little, heavy. A little corn heavy. <laughs> uh, if you went to Nebraska, you would be. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. So... Um, so it's first Minnesota rye, uh, and then it's two types of Kentucky corn. And then lastly, it's North Dakota malted barley. God bless America. Uh, (laughs) year of distillation is spring of 2002 when I was in the seventh grade. Um, this is 18 years old and four months. It's chill filtered. Hey, that's the name of the podcast. And, uh, this is probably one of the coolest whiskeys that's chill filtered. You got to admit. So bringing cool to or bringing the name chill filtered to be even cooler. Um, so get this evaporation loss, 76.9%. So like it was only 23.1% left in the barrel, man. Crazy substantial. Okay. And uh, like I mentioned, this is one of the rarest releases from Buffalo trace. Uh, they don't really give bottle counts anymore. They used to say only this many bottles are being released, but they don't really do that anymore. But usually this is one of the rarest. Like I said, it is the oldest, um, typically. Although like a few years ago, Eagle Rare 17 was a 19-year. Stuff like that where it's like, okay. Um, but it is typically the oldest. Uh, retail value is $99. If you can find it, good luck getting it at that price. Uh, but I'm seeing a, a minimum for last year's release at about like twelve to thirteen hundred dollars. 
um, for market value. So that's all I got. I am so ready to drink this. Yes. Can we do it now? So we do not have a cork pop this week because we are drinking from the sample bottles either provided to me or provided to Robbie from me from splitting the four-ounce sample in half. Luckily, we each get two ounces, which is awesome. Yeah. What's funny? Oh, I haven't even poured it yet, and that smells delicious. It is potent. Like, yeah, it is. It is out there. Some people don't like 90 proof uh, like powerhouse age statements, but I love a good older 90 proofer. I barely know her. <laughs> New guys in the corner puking his guts out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This is just... I love Farley references. Oh, gosh. This is just... Like, okay, so how do you, it's just like, it's a hard candy. So, it is. Yeah. It's got a good sweetness to it. Kind of reminds me of like a cinnamon disc, but not super, like not uh-huh. cinnamony. I don't know. Like it's that kind of, oh man, it's got a, oh. It's okay. I told someone today even, I don't like the smell of flowers, but it's got this like sweet, like like you said, hard candy taste or smell to it, but then it finishes a little floral, and that's the kind of flower I can get behind. I don't know. Are you catching that? Not so much. It does. <sighs> oh my gosh. Ooh. It is tasty. Oh my goodness. Have you sipped it yet? You've tasted it already. Oh yeah. I thought you were going to talk a little bit longer, so I was like, I better go first. This. Oh my no. gosh. No. No. This is my goodness. This is. Is it great? Pure candy. It's just, but not so like, I've, it's no, not, go ahead. Over, not overly sweet, but it's just perfect. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even over this nose yet. This is so good. It's like, okay. So you know how like, and some of our listeners will know this, like a good, like almost like a hundred percent rye mash bill, uh, like something like lot 40 cask or, um, something really heavy on the rye, but also pretty strong on the, on the proof. Um, has like, uh, like, uh, like that candy smell, but this is like sweeter. This is like, but it's also like delicate. It is. Ah, so I'm going to, I'm going to go first. Yeah. It's not overly sweet, but it definitely is like the sweetness is there. It doesn't, it's not a full, it's not full bodied. I would say it's definitely lighter. Um, but it is just, it hits perfectly. It's nice and mellow with a, uh, the uh, burn kind of across the tongue uh, hits the palate just perfect. Spreads out nice and even. Nice aftertaste on it. Um, I, it's you know not super rye spice. It's a it's very m- mellow. It's very it's casual. I would say it's oh it's good. What, yeah. what are you getting? So I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, it's definitely like it, like you said, it's not too rye spice, but it is a rye. Mm-hmm. Like it's noticeable yeah. that it's a rye. Um, strawberries, uh, like really, like almost like a strawberry jam, mm-hmm. uh, but like still like almost like a strawberry reduction rather than a jam. A jam can be too like uh, viscous, it seems, but this is like you like drizzle strawberry syrup on top of like an ice cream. Also, marshmallows like really like nice toasted marshmallows um the oak not too strong for 18 years that's amazing no Uh, yeah it's like so subtle and so beautifully like 
it has a little bit of that floral that I mentioned earlier, but it's so sugary. This is this is so, a ride. This, <laughs> this what, is I, what I'm getting is a really good snickerdoodle cookie. Like that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It's like great note. It's not like, but not real sweet. It's just because I don't like really sweet. Sweet, super sweet is not my thing. But this is just like a nice snickerdoodle cookie. It's got a little bit like there's mild like cinnamon rye kind of thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Very mild though, but the sweetness is there. Yeah, and it's not overpowering. Like I can't eat a bunch of like sugar cookies with frosting. I can eat a bunch of snickerdoodles because they're a little more like the sweetness isn't quite there. It's like the shortbread kind of a thing or whatever yeah. it is. Oh gosh, this is yeah, this is tasty. Whew. Yeah, it, it, I I can't even tell you how perfect that strawberry taste is for me. It is um, just so perfect. Like it's it's just it's it's not too sweet. Not too tart like a strawberry could be. It's like just the perfect drizzle of strawberry syrup. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm oh, not man. getting. I'm not really getting the fruitiness of it. Uh huh. But I. I mean, oh, I can't, you're not. I no, can, I'm getting. No, it all I can see. Over. I can see where you're getting it. I mean, it definitely has that sweetness mm-hmm. to it. So I dropped. Okay, some water. I hate to do this. I did already. Yeah, but I we got to drop some water. Yeah, I, I gosh, just to find out. Um, so I dropped some water, and I, to be honest, I really didn't drop a lot of water because i really don't want to <laughs> you gotta no <laughs> but it's yeah i mean it's got it had a great nose to start with it's very fragrant um mm-hmm. and you know melted slightly but it's still got i mean maybe i should do another uh, i'm not gonna do another drop um but it's it melted some it's still really sweet on the nose it's, yeah yeah no it's for me it's potentially even better than the um original nose no i wouldn't say it's better but it's it's a little more thin um brighter but not stronger i guess um yeah still getting that um rye spice that candy like like a hard candy um yeah that's about it a little more vapors like alcohol vapors on it but um not too different than the first a neat sniff. Cool. Thank uh, you. Thank you for talking for a while. Cause I took a sip right when we started talking and I just got to savor it. Like it just, it hangs and lingers in your mouth in the most perfect way. Like there's no bitterness with it. Um, it's just, Oh gosh. I mean, there's nothing wrong. With my this. goodness. Nothing wrong with this. I could, could you imagine having a bottle of this? No, I I would need. I think if I had one bottle, I'd need like seven or eight because oh. I would just. This would be my go-to if I had if I could. Like oh. this is so good. It's just. It, I feel like if I had a bottle, it would last me years because I would be like, "This is special occasions only." Gosh. Like like I mean, only birth of friends, babies, and stuff. Yeah, and my babies maybe one day. Yeah, I I, I can see that, but it's I th- I don't think I could do that. I would be too tempted. This is like just. Oh. You know, it's not typically what I would go for in a rye, which makes me hesitate. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's like the perfect rye, but it's not typically what I yeah. go for. But it is like, it's up there. This is just, mm-hmm. I mean, it hits, it's got, I mean, it's not super complex either, which I typically like something that's more complex. Like it's kind of hitting me the same way every single time. Like I'm really getting that snickerdoodle, light, light rye spice, but it is, it's all good, man. Oh, this is so good. Aged rice, honestly, I think 
you know, people are aiming for this like 20 plus year bourbons. Just do some 20 plus year rise. I think they age better than a bourbon, like in the 20 year range. Not that this is a 20 year, but like above a 15 year range. I think ryes are a lot less risky than a bourbon because sometimes bourbons get over age over, over 15 years. But this is like perfect in, in a 90 proof way. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know what, cause I, I want to compare this to other rise, like, like lot 40 cask, which I love yeah. give it like, I gave it like in the nine mid nine range last time. But, um, I don't know if I prefer this to lot 40 cask, but this is a whole different beast. It is like I was saying, like yeah. I'd say lot 40 cask is probably my favorite rye I've ever had. And I will still probably mm. say that cause this, it, yeah. this is definitely a rye. But it's yeah. also not what you would expect from a rye in a good way. I think we, we did the uh, Midwinter's Night Dram, which is a rye, mm-hmm. and it was not really what I wanted in a rye. This is still yeah. kind of what you want in a rye, oh, but not for sure. But not your typical rye, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I dropped my cue. You know, it's, it's got it all. It's just not potent. It is got a lot going on more than your average ride but it is not like punching the face which is good sometimes it's great this is i great. don't always need a whiskey to punch me in the face yeah so um my bus driver is gonna drop that cube right now my bus driver has already dropped my cube and you know it's it's definitely toned down the nose the note the nose on this is amazing it's very mm-hmm. forward but it's yeah it's not quite there with the ice uh it it's made it my my uh whiskey colder so that's nice. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The nose is still like that rye spice that, um, you know, like uh, almost like a clove, nutmeg, uh, ginger blend. Um, Ooh. But it is not as strong for sure with ice. So I can't believe we're adding ice to Saz 18. Oh, man. But we have to. We have. But, okay. Have you taken a sip yet? Mm-hmm. what do you think because mine i like it i like it with ice it uh a little more vapor on it but it kind of hits in a cool way like i don't know it's it's a i like it with ice i agree it almost makes it a little more hot yeah um and a little more like the the, the flavors are coming out a little more sharp mm-hmm. um but i think there's a little less flavors altogether. like it's not as like floral and strawberry e and 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 sweet and and like light rice spice um it's a little more sharp which is weird super weird yeah adding ice did that it's still good um yeah, yeah for I'm getting sure it's not really bitter at anything i'm getting a slight bitterness but not much um mm. no it's good i think yeah ice was not bad you know i like the vapor on it it's a it's a fun yeah it uh, that kind of hit a little bit harder you know and that's kind of what I expect when I drink a rye, I kind of want something that's going to punch in the face. Like you were saying, um, this doesn't, mm-hmm. but the vapor on that one kind of had a nice little kick to it, which is fun. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know what I, th- my thing is, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You got it. No. Would I ever add ice to this again? No, no, because I'd much prefer it with neat, but it's not bad. It's good. Like hundred percent good. But if I'm going to sip Sazerac 18, probably gonna sip it neat absolutely uh, from now on absolutely yeah 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 but it's good if you're into ice maybe try it um maybe not uh i you know i won't from now on but 
it's still good. It doesn't ruin it. No, it doesn't mm. ruin it, which is nice because I feel bad doing this. And then if it ruined it, I'd be like, ah, son of a gun. Um, did you pour your whole bottle? No, I did not. I got a little bit left here. I have a, my good whiskey buddy. Um, my goal is to save a little bit of each one so my, uh, my buddy can, uh, Aaron Bostrom can sample them, you know, so. I think I'm going to do the same for John Montero. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. You heard me, John. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Do you have a, any idea of what you're doing for rating? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, definitely one of the best rides I've ever had, especially mm-hmm. for a low proof. It's not like super low proof, but it's, you know, 90. Um, I'm going to give this a 9.15. I think the neat pour was fantastic, uh, especially, and I'm rating on, on that alone for now. Uh, I just love the idea of rye spice mixed with strawberry. It is fantastic. Uh, yeah, like I said, didn't, didn't match up to favorite rye, uh, something like, uh, lot 40 cask or even, uh, you know, um, what are some of my favorite ryes? Like, uh, I had a Willet seven year rye that was like just insane. I also, have had uh, Jefferson's presidential ride 21 and 25 year. I think the 21 year also beats this. Um, but this is up there. Probably top 10 rye I've ever had easily. Um, and I've had many rides. So um, I would say, yeah, 9.15. Very happy with that. If you get a bottle, you'll think the same thing. One of the best rides ever. So good. But it's so subtly good. It's yeah. so good. Anyway, your thoughts? So I'm going to go higher than you. I'm going to go for a 9.6. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. my thought here, though. So let me ask you this. If I Well, mm-hmm. if I compare it to favorite rise, it's not my favorite yeah. rye. It's probably my, mm-hmm. I, that might be my highest rating I've given a whiskey, but it's not my favorite for rye. For sure. Is it one of my favorite mm-hmm. whiskeys? Absolutely, there's. It's just special. It's unique. Oh yeah. Um. Oh. You got this. The the candy sweetness. Like the, just like the perfect balance of sweetness. Uh, not quite that ripe punch or anything like that, but it, yeah. it it's there and it's subtle and it's perfectly sweet. Um. Yeah. Nothing ruined it. Uh. In fact, water kind of made it. I mean, everything water and ice both made it different and interesting. Um, but sip it, mm. I definitely sip it neat. And this is one, like if you were able to find this, this is kind of your gateway whiskey. I would think for certain people like, Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. yeah. But you'd be so spoiled from the start. Oh that, yeah. That's a bit of, yeah, that's true. But being spoiled from the start kind of gets your mind, you know, like maybe other stuff is just as good, you know, you, it'll hook yeah, you. You got to figure it out. So yeah, I'm going to go 9.6 on it. This is phenomenal. Um, so far, yeah. this is what I'm putting in for my, uh, antique lottery because this is really good so nice yeah yeah no i mean i would <laughs> you know if i had stag or handy or maybe even william Leroux weller on my shelf that would be something but if i had this this would go so slow because i would just like treasure every sip from it and that's saying a lot yeah um yeah so and like would this is one of those ones where i would be like like stag, you know, I got a few bottles of stag on the shelf. I got even a few handies. Um, but like, would I share those? Yes. Would I share this if I had one bottle? It would be a lot harder. Yeah. That's saying something. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So right. take that, John Montero. Um, 
<laughs> hey, he's going to have a kid soon. He's going to yeah. be a daddy-o soon. Nice. So. Well, yeah. Congrats, man. Yeah, so congrats, John. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I guess that's it for our drinking portion of the show. Um, I guess it's time for Whiskey World News. All right, this is a part of our show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write the article. We're just reading it. And we're talking about it. And uh, this one got sent to me earlier this week by our old friend, Adam Rostad. And uh, nice. it comes from News, uh, South Africa, the uh, Sunday Times in South Africa, and uh, written by nice. Ernest Mabuza. It's titled, Court Orders Maker of Vodka-Based Whiskey to Destroy the Products. The Supreme Court of Appeal has interdicted a company from selling two products which purport to be whiskey. It has also restrained the company from representing the products as being whiskey or whiskey flavored when they were not, and having an alcohol content of 43% or higher when they did not. The company was also ordered to have all the product or advertising material containing any of the offending matter destroyed within 14 days of the date of the court order. The order was made on Friday during the dismissal of an appeal by Milestone Beverage CC, which produces the two products, Royal Douglas and King Arthur. The label of Royal Douglas contained the expressions premium quality, whiskey flavored, spirit aperitif, and the double distilled. The words or expressions premium, whiskey flavored, spirit aperitif, and double distilled also appear on King Arthur label. The base product was vodka. Whiskey. Vodka. Oh. No, it's vodka. That's vodka. It's wrong. The Scotch Whiskey Association, which took Milestone to court, said Milestone projected nice. undoubted Scottish provenance for their products, which they misrepresented as Scotch whiskey alternative whiskey. Uh, the association is the trade association of the whiskey industry. It took the company to the Pretoria High Court in 2015 after the continued sale of these products as whiskey, despite an undertaking that they would not be marketed and sold as a Scotch whiskey, imported whiskey, or a South African whiskey. And uh, I'll stop there, but that's you get the gist of it. Uh, Cole, yep. how do you feel about this article? You got to play by the rules, man. <laughs> you want to call it a whiskey, you got to play by the rules. Or, you know, you want to call it something related to whiskey. I mean, there are standards, which I respect about whiskey, is that you can't just call it whatever you want. And it's funny, I did a, um, I think I told you, I did that, uh, like, TED talk basically at work. Yeah. That was, I talked about whiskey and stuff. And so the question is, one of the questions that came up was, is um, Fireball a whiskey? And it all relates. It's like, can you call this a whiskey? And the the biggest thing is that I want to say it's 33% alcohol and whiskey, typical whiskey cannot be less than 40%. That's Mm -hmm. the American rules. Uh, of whiskey and anyways so basically there's a loophole that um uh what is it fireball is using that it is a cinnamon whiskey which is more akin to a aperitif or a liqueur uh than whiskey that's the loophole is that if you call it cinnamon whiskey it's not technically under the umbrella of whiskey it's technically under the umbrella of liqueur um so there's like rules. You got to make the rules. Even if you make loopholes, you got to do the rules. I mean, even the Scots Whiskey Association was going after the Virginia distillery for having a, what was it called? A Virginia Highland. And they didn't call it a mm-hmm. scotch, but they were like, hey, pushing the boundaries here. Yeah. Uh, and they took them somewhat to court with that. But there are rules. You got to follow the rules. And that's what I love about whiskey because you can't fake it. If you fake it, you'll get caught. 
which is what happened to these guys. So I like that article. I don't know. What do you think? Um, so it reminds me of the Saturday Night Live sketch with Mike Myers. Uh-huh. where He says, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. And this is not Scottish. <laughs> so it's crap. Um, yeah. But it's yeah, you know, I think it's one. It's, it's kind of cool where it's just like I think it's I think it's really cool that the Scotch Whiskey Association or whatever is just like going after people like yeah, you shut up and you, you shut up and you stop good. it. You will stop right now. Like I like that. That's <laughs> I, that's kind of how I see yeah. going after people like with this indignance. But uh, no, I mean it's yeah. crazy too. Because they're like, hey, you, I mean, how much of that sucks? To, like have all this product. They're like in fourteen days. You have to destroy. All of it, like yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Cool. I would drink some of it, <laughs> yeah, or just pour it into big steel containers. Steel tank it, yeah, steel tank. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, you know, thanks Adam cool. for sending that to us. Did you guys? Yeah, did you guys talk so. about this on Whiskey World News before? No, no, okay, no, yeah. It sounded semi-familiar having the vodka-based whiskey, but anyway, I don't right. think so. Cool, man. Well, it's been, what, oh, 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 before we get to the other segment of the show, I forgot to mention that technically at this point, this is episode 119, you have been hosting since episode 80. Mm-hmm. Or is it 81? No, no, it's 81. 81. So that gives you uh, technically 39 episodes hosted plus the one that was like episode mm-hmm. 54 or something like that. That officially puts you at 40 episodes what? out of basically 120. So you are at uh, more than half of what Adam had been hosting. So okay. congrats. I'm close to being a full-fledged yeah. host. Yeah. No, you're a full-fledged well, host. Well, numerically, I'm You're not. my full-fledged host. Numerically, I am not. But I will one day. I, well, I will persevere. I, you know, yeah, Cole, you'll get there. I'll persevere. I will drink whiskey with you every week, and and you will. That's, I will. That's a I'll sacrifice. Persevere. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'll try my best to do it, especially since we're drinking some of the best whiskey ever. I um, know, right? These next five episodes. <laughs> well, I mean, ah, honestly, the so thing excited. is, like, so one thing, like, I do kind of hang my hat on is I probably have had more really good whiskey than your average person and i really yeah and I think that's all, and that's a lot to do with all of our listeners and you and you know it's fun this is a good time so yeah anyway for sure all right so that's that uh, i'm with you time wise we better get moving here but uh our next segment here for sure the last segment of the show is oh what whiskey would you choose and last week cole was in the land of the south as he liked to put it and he was handed a sweet yep. tea and uh, he just want to know if you get handed an, a sweetened, and I put in there unsweetened tea, what are you putting in it? Yep. And I agreed with Cole, and I really thought this was going to be like a landslide <laughs> 100% to zero. But We got more votes this week than, than your average week. We did. I think I infuriated people by putting Crown Royal Peach yeah. in there. But uh, Cole won yeah. 87% to 13% for uh, uh, hey. Buffalo Trace. Um, nice. We had a couple write-ins. Uh, Acklicary said Knob Creek Rye. And uh, Bourbon nice. Drinker 2 said Weller Special Reserve. And uh, I don't know if I would put Weller Special Reserve. That seemed a little too, too for me, at least. Hard to find. Hard to find. I don't know if I would do it. But, like, if you did it and you hand it to me, I'd be like, oh, cool, man. I'll drink that for sure. So Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, for sure. So this week, I got a What Whiskey Would You Choose? And it's uh, and it's, it, it's similar to ones we've done in the past. But uh, this week, we're going okay. up to my family, family's cabin. And uh, it's uh, currently in the hands of my wife's cousin Woody, and he uh, he likes whiskey. And whenever we go there, he's always got a couple bottles on the shelf. It's usually something like a Pendleton yes. or a Wild Turkey. But Ooh. one thing I like to do is I like to get like you know kind of 
we go up there, I'll, I'll leave a bottle of whiskey for him and, you know, kind of push him, you know, outside of the, that, that zone. But, uh, if you're going to drop a, what are you going to sip at the cabin? I guess you're going up to the cabin. It's the fall. What whiskey bottle are you bringing with you? So that's, that's the one for this week. You said he was into wild turkey. He, He usually has like a wild turkey up there or like a Pendleton, um, sort of a thing. So, and I guess, I don't know if I'm going like, if you're going to the cabin, what are you drinking? Or are you going to the cabin to gift a bottle? But I'm thinking just go to the cabin. You're going to the cabin. You're going up in the mountains. Yeah. It's fall. Uh-huh. What, what whiskey yeah. are you bringing to drink? What whiskey, you, you know, you're looking to share with the host? Uh, See, I, kind of, I don't want to get too, something too strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, something that's like just trusty, a little bit gritty, a little gritty. And uh and then but not too uh hard to find either. Okay. Uh something's telling me uh like in the back of my mind it's like do it. Um the wild turkey um Why am I forgetting the barrel proof one? Rare What's breed? That? Rare breed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go with some rare breed uh bourbon. That's but perfect. Okay, no. No, yeah. No, I'm still thinking. Do you know what you would do? I do. I do. Okay, bring it up. So, it was, oh gosh, I keep going. Sorry, listeners. I keep making this mouth noise. My daughter started doing it. It drives my wife nuts. And then all of a sudden, I started to do it. So, sorry about that. I'm going to try not to. Um, So, advertising, when I first started getting into whiskey, there was uh, 10 Cup. And I think that's a Colorado one. Yeah, Like, just the the way they advertise it was always in the mountains kind of thing. And I don't really care for that one too much. It's not very good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, but similar to that, I'm going to go with Stranahan's. Stranahan's kind of oh, I was me thinking as, that. Ah, uh, beat you to it. Yeah. Uh, sp- no, no, yeah, yeah, good for you. Stranahan's is, is it kind of just, it's, you know, what is, it's in Col- from Colorado, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Denver. From Colorado. Um, Colorado. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of a mountainy, it's, it's you know. It just feels like fall, kind of. So I'm going with Stranahan's. Yeah, I like that. All right, back to you, Cole. You got to decide. Okay. Uh, I feel like yeah, the barrel proofness is probably pushing it too hard. Um, and you said he also liked uh, Pendleton. Yeah. Oh, I got a good idea. Okay. okay. It's hard to find, but it is findable. It's a Canadian. Like Pendleton, okay, but it's fantastic, um, and it's not like your typical Canadian rye, for example. I think it's more corn based, but I'm not sure. Uh, but I don't think it's like rye strong. Uh, but it's Caribou Crossing. Okay, it's actually a Sazerac product. Uh, really good for for like Canadian like mm-hmm. non rye. It's so good. Yeah, I, I, I so typically see that on the with, shelf too. I think it's fairly. You easy. do, yeah. You need to pick that up. We need to review that okay. on the podcast. So. All right. Yeah. It's hard to find out east or anywhere but, I guess, Idaho. Yeah. Even Broescatos uh, uh, said that, or maybe it was uh, our other Canadian listener, um, Jason Preston, one of the two, said it's pretty hard to find. I think it was Jason. Pretty hard to find Caribou Crossing even in Canada. So yeah, you should pick some of that up. Okay, well maybe. Well, I used to like when it, I know when it first came out, it was I could always see, always found it on the shelf. But because mm-hmm. it just came out recently too, just right? Like it was. Uh, Might have. It's newer. 
Yeah, it's like uh, uh, last four years probably. Okay. Yeah. So I used to. So I, maybe it's not now because I I'll look for it though. So, all right. If you see it. Cool, man. So straight hands versus Caribou yeah. Crossing, which sounds yeah. like a children's cartoon. Straight hands Caribou Crossing. Yeah. With a big old moose. Yeah. Or caribou. Anyway. Um, what are they? Animal Crossing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mara plays Animal Crossing. It's kind so. Of cool. Yeah, so we'll uh, next episode, we will put it on Instagram and see what of the next four Eagle Rare Seventeen, William Larue Weller, George C. Stagg, and Thomas H. Handy will we drink next time? So we'll also put it on Instagram. Um, you know, what would you, excuse me, bring to the? Uh, <laughs> did you hear that? It sounded like a raptor in my chest. <laughs> uh, what would you bring to um, your cabin in the woods in the mountains? So there we go. Uh, it'll be great. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, anything else, Robbie? Before we uh, close it out, I do want to say we got some record. We got some music recommendations, real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. you bring them on. I actually listened to Austin Lucari's uh, recommendation today. Yeah, so he went with uh, what is it? My morning jacket, circuitual, 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 and then uh, bourbon drinker too. A uh, couple of them. Journey's Escape album. Never yeah, been a, you have a good few. Never been a huge Journey fan, but I'll check that one out. Uh, and then Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac Rumors, like this summer, that became one That's of my favorite one. albums. Uh, Billy Squire, Don't Say No. And then uh, Jason nice. Preston was like Chris Stapleton Traveler, and I'm not a huge country fan, but for Jason Wouldn't Preston... Wouldn't have expected that of Jason. For yeah. Jason Preston, I will, for him. I will give that one a good shot. So I will do that. So Yeah, just for you, Jason. Yep. I don't do country for many people. Not that there's anything wrong with country music. It's not my cup of tea. Well, I, I stick in the 90s when I listen to country. Oh, I man. do not break the 2000 Y2K point. I, um, you so. know, here's my thing. I have stopped as soon as I started, like, because uh, Brent, Brent Quentin, my neighbor across the street, we go to uh, his uh, uh-huh. with his kids, and he was a big country fan. And we drive in his Ford F350, and we go camping with nice. my dad and stuff, and we would listen to country music. And that I can go back and I can listen to stuff you listen to. As soon yeah. as they started frosting their tips and bedazzling their jeans, I thought, this is not country. So no. I'm when, with the 90s. when Toby Keith became Toby Tool, uh, <laughs> that was when I stopped listening to. <laughs> and Toby Keith was good in the 90s. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to like lie about that. He was good in the 90s, but like 2000. He just changed. Was it Dwight Yoakam? I, I will say the only bedazzling a country artist should have is Dwight Yoakam's jumpers or whatever they are. Like that guy, I like Dwight Yoakam. Do you know he's like an actor now? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. He's got he's got like a very uh, what is it? What who's the guy that played Sling Blade? He got a face like him, kind of. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I was watching a movie with him in it the other day, and I was like, yeah. "That's Dwight Yoakam." Uh, yeah, <laughs> I ain't that lonely yet. Anyway, anyway, that's probably a good point that's to stop and just say I hope stop. that you love my Dwight Yoakam uh, rendition. Robbie, what do you hope? I hope that Old Roy comes to your house soon, Cole. I do too, but I hope most of all listeners that our love of spirits lifted yours. <laughs>